You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far, he'll change your oil or fix your flat. And you'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al. Oh, wait, he's not here. No mind. He is uh, somewhere on the way down to uh, the islands, which makes a lot of sense, because yep. it's only going to be like 28 degrees today, but... Uh, that's it's too many fumes in the in the garage. I think. Well, I gotta say hello to everybody. Uh, welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. That was our audience talking. Steve that's... was now promoted from audience to number two Mike. So I think that's very nice. And they got a free bottle of Nestle water that you can't recycle. <laughs> I like that. It's good. We, we stole that out of the green room. Shh. <laughs> Go. Jim Matthews is with us from Lease Busters today. We're going to be talking about some interesting stuff, including leasing versus buying, and the Volkswagen scandal, which we talked about before. But I got so many emails asking about that, so we're going to re-talk about that. Vince Barretta, not the guy with the gun. You know, if you can't do the crime, don't do the times, the guy. Uh, Vince is with Walkaway Insurance, and we're going to talk about how to get out of a lease with the insurance company in case you get ill or something. Darren Bossens is going to talk about a new contest we have coming up, set of tires, and Argo. Argos? Argo. Yeah, well, don't give it all away like you normally okay. do. Okay. And so we'll it's talk like children about fighting here. Salem and Argo. Uh, and then Mike Winston, Mike Winston is Wilson. 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 On my back, I want Wilson. <laughs> He's getting there. He's only messed up one word. That's pretty good for you. Autofest. I That's can say right. that. Autofest is coming up uh, next week. And we're going to be talking about that. And Latin insurance. So we've got a busy show. We're going to take some of your calls mid hour. And. Uh, Stand by. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Jim Matthews about leasing versus buying. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stick around. The phones are wide open. Give us a call. Wide open. Settle. Settle. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and all this hour we have Jim Matthews, <laughs> El Presidente of the Lease Busters, with some great answers for your questions. So give us a call when you get a chance. Dave, camera two, it's yours. Already. Uh, Jim, we were talking about earlier in the green room of leasing versus buying. And one of the things that you mentioned was Chrysler was offering 96 months purchase. Well, they're offering that type of purchase financing yeah. uh, versus offering 36 to 48 month leases. And, you know, you have to look at the different manufacturers and what their strategies are. Because if you think about it, the, the average cycle in Canada for new car purchases is once every 9 to 10 years. Is it that long? It is that long. Wow. Uh, even though Canada is going to you know, sell more cars this year than they ever have, the fact of the matter is that there must have been some pent-up demand or whatever the case may be, plus Canada is growing. 
But in the end, the certain manufacturers want to lower that number, and the way they, they, they feel the best way to lower that number is to offer more leasing and better incentives to lease a car. Now, we, the, one of the beauties of leasing is they still control the customer. Exactly. Right? They don't yes. lose them to a, a competitor. Well, they can lose them to a competitor, but for the period of the lease, for the term of the lease, they have the opportunity to stay in touch, communicate, service, maintain, stay with that particular customer because at the end of that lease, the customer has a couple of choices. One, they can return the car and, to the dealer's benefit, hopefully release or buy another car. Two, they can buy the car and three, they can perhaps, you know, uh, sell the car to somebody else and still free themselves up. But in the end, dealers have way more of an opportunity at the end of a car lease to retain the customer, sell another uh, vehicle and go from there. But is it at the end of the lease? I've seen a lot of them short circuit the lease and come back after two and a half years. My, my brother explained to me that they go, they have a program that actually follows every lease till the vehicle has equity. Yes. As soon as the car has equity, they phone the guy up and say, hey, Steve, how'd you like to bring your car in? We're going to put you in a brand new car, and it's going to cost you $3 more a month. Correct. Now, some manufacturers, some automobiles can do that. Most vehicles, despite that, most vehicles stay in either negative or zero equity ah. for the whole term. That's why LeaseBusters is around, because many dealers use the LeaseBusters model to find someone to take over that lease, and then liberate that customer and put them into another lease prior to the expiry. That way, they don't have the negative equity or they don't have, if there is some deficiency, they don't have to find a way to bury it somewhere else. In the next, in the next deal? And typically that's what happens. Because yeah. even if something you know, has $1,000 or $1,500 of deficiency, it's really not that much because there's always uh, manufacturer programs that will give them some extra money. But... That extra money is available if there's no defi- no lease deficiency. So often it's much better to get them out using a lease transfer process as opposed to buying the vehicle. So, now, that's what LeaseBusters does. It's a lease transfer process. Exactly. So right. we work with the, the general public and we work with new car dealers as well because, again, they have better control over their, their own clients. They can then, you know, captivate the customer with a new, a new car lease while at the same time getting them out using the transfer process and most importantly, there's always three to five additional what we call surplus referrals or surplus buyer leads that they can lease a new car to. So because you can only you can only find it's one a buyer. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it works really well. What do you find that uh, I know when we originally started looking at getting into leases like you know 15, 20 years ago, that there was still a resistance back then saying you know I'm going to get into a lease, but man, I'm never going to be able to get out of it. Is that changing in the mentality of the consumer out there now? completely changed. Why do you think that has? The reason why it's completely changed is, number one, LeaseBusters has been around for since 1990. So for 27 years, we've got national brand and there is a way out. Secondly, as we were talking about earlier, with the with certain OEMs and banks offering 96 and 108-month finance agreements, these things are a negative equity forever because you're never paying them down quickly enough. So if you are in, if three years down the road of a 96-month finance agreement and you want out, you're in way bigger trouble. You've got way more negative equity than a lease. And often now these long-term finance agreements are actually scaring people. And for people who are like tilting over slightly 50, who are looking maybe for that last real sweet car, they may not want to go and buy a car right away. Like yeah. the, whatever, that could, brand X. 
like a brand new Acura that just happened to be on TV last night. Yeah. The Jays were losing again. Um, <laughs> they could go get it and, and lease it rather than putting out all that coin and watching the money go down. Well, there's, there's that for sure because, you know, in the end, I think people, it doesn't matter who, people want to drive a car, an almost new car, for three to four years. They yeah. don't want to have to get involved in the maintenance and the repair like Dave has to speak with many people with that yeah. repair. So. Well, I find also they want the latest whiz-bang oh. and, you know, the latest gadgets that's in it. And the technologies like the cell phones, they change so fast that the, the auto manufacturers have problems keeping up with the technology. Well, have you seen the Hyundai commercial where that Hyundai Santa Fe stops when that little boy yeah. is in the middle? This technology is there, and it's yeah. in mainstream cars. And they're testing it now with trucks out in California. Well, I'll give you an example. CarPlay is the, la- is the latest gizmo. Awesome. Yeah. Right? So the CarPlay works fine with older iPhones, but and the, some of the manufacturers, the new 7, it has a problem identifying the new iPhone 7 Whoops. with CarPlay. Yeah. So you upgrade your phone, all of a sudden you've got to upgrade your car for the, so the two that actually can talk to each other. And the technology is banging back and forth, and there's always issues in that. Interesting. All right, listen, yeah. stick around. We take your calls throughout the hour. But coming up next, uh, part of what is a growing trend to relieve the pressure is uh, a really neat company called Walkaway Insurance. And Dave will be talking with Vince Beretta, the president of Walkaway Insurance, when Dave's Corner Garage continues right after this. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and I must correct myself, only because Jim... You're kidding. I, easy. Easy. Uh, thanks, Jim, by the way. Quiet, Dave. Get my foot in my mouth. <laughs> this is the founder of Walkaway Insurance. Dave, this is Vince Beretta. Vince, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. Uh, we were, Vince is actually up north, so we're saying any bad day at the cottage is way better than a good day at work. That's for sure. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Vince, you're actually the, you, you came up with this idea, what, in, in 2000? No, 1998, no. you said. Yeah, 1998. Wow, I got socks older than that. Anyways, um, <laughs> tell us the story. <laughs> uh, I... I had worked in the um, finance and insurance product supply business, uh, supplying uh, auto dealers with a variety of um, insurance-based products, and I just saw that there was a, a you know a huge need and a hole in in the in the industry for a, a high-quality debt protection product. I actually I actually quit my job. I was I, I just didn't believe in what I was really doing. And I went off and did something else. And I was having a, a dinner with a good client of mine, and a good, and he became a really great friend, uh, Michael Croxon. Uh, he's a, a great car dealer in the Toronto area. And he started talking about two customers that he helped out with uh, bringing their car back because they faced something in their life that they could no longer make car payments. Mm-hmm. And we were literally talking about negative equity, the difference between what you owe on your car and what it's worth and, and how that kind of uh, hamstrings uh, customers uh, a little bit from time to time. And he said, I help these two customers out, but I'm in the business of rolling cars over the curb, not taking them back. But he took two cars back, helped two of his customers out, and that kind of spurred the idea of creating a vehicle return insurance product. And um, a few days later, I literally 
jumped out of bed with this idea and created, uh, you know, a very consumer-friendly, very consumer-usable uh, vehicle return product. So this is a, an assurance policy that if you can't make your payments because of illness or you lost your job or whatever, you kick in and, and keep them floating until they can get themselves back. In well, we have we have two we have two versions of our product. We have a, we have a vehicle return. You can you, you're eligible to return your your vehicle and walk away from not only your car payments and your entire obligation, but of course your insurance and uh, maintenance and anything you know, that would, you know, that cost to operate a car and give, you know, people needed cash flow at a time when, you know, cash flow is a tough thing to come by, whether it be a, a job loss, um, where you're on a, you're on a disability, you've lost your driver's license, you've been transferred out of the country and you don't need your car anymore. Yeah, obviously, yeah. There's a whole host of reasons. We have seven different reasons to use it and uh, in its basic version. And then we have enhanced versions where we'll make payments where you don't have to return your car and you can keep staying in your car while you're, you know, while you've, you've hit a bump in the road and we can help you out in the interim and hopefully you're back on your feet and then you don't have to return your car. So we've got a couple of different versions, but our basic version is free for the first 12 months. Um, it's given to you by the car dealer. It's paid for by the car dealer or the OEM or a financial institution. We deal with uh, those three different verticals. And then you can enhance your, what we call the complementary coverage um, at your at your own will. So you, does every not... car dealer sell this? Does every car dealer well, offer this? Well, we wish every car dealer sold it. It but... makes sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would make sense. Uh, yeah, we, we believe that. Um, but it... Uh, not every car dealer um, chooses to do the, do that for their customers. Why would um, Vince? It's Jim. Why wouldn't they, Vince? It's uh, it's such a great product. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine, Jim. <laughs> uh, car dealers, you know, it's uh, you know, some are some wish to do that. Uh, I can't really speak for them why they wouldn't, but you know, if I'm uh, if I've earned your earned your business as a car dealer, and if something happened to you, uh, giving you the opportunity to return it and walk away with uh, little or no cost uh, would be something I would I would choose to do. But it's a that's a dealer by dealer decision. So, so if you're uh, buying the car out and you're and the guy walks away, what happens with the car? Uh, actually, it gets returned to the dealer, and the dealer um, ah. the, the, the dealer buys it at wholesale, um, which is you know the actual cash value of the car. Right. Um, and then they clean it up and detail it and safety it and and re retail it. It's a great source of used cars. So if I'm a a walkaway dealer and and one of my clients has to give up their car, well. What an ideal way to get a low, yeah. hopefully low miles, but certainly one owner vehicle. It's a great, it's a great and deal. For, you know, and also, Vince, it sounds like that for the consumer themselves, it, who may or may not be in the market for a car, if they find out that there are all these, all of these other cars that are being brought back, then there's a new source of a market for people who are listening right now saying, I'm looking at getting a car. And somebody, unfortunately, has had a walk away from a car. It's insured. They can then get the car. Yeah. yeah, they're great used vehicles. They're well looked after. They're, you know, it's, it's it's a bad thing happened to good people, and it's not like it was a repossessed vehicle or something like that. It was, a, you know, a well looked after car. And, you know, we have people who lose their driver's license due to age, illness, or injury um, that need to return a car. We have people who uh, got transferred out of the country. They may have lost a job, uh, been on a disability, those types of things. And, and they're a great vehicle uh, to look at for sure, uh, you know. And we've had people actually... Um, return their car and repurchase the same car they just returned 
with lower payments. If you can, if you, oh, if you, follow, I see what you're saying, you follow yeah. me, right? So I've, I've lost my job or I'm on a disability and I'm on a reduced income. And we've actually had people return their car and get the benefit and then repurchase and refinance the car for a lower payment so that they can, they, they can adapt in their cash flow model, right? So is, is this like, does this happen often? It doesn't happen that often, uh, guys, but that has happened. Um, it's yeah. just the way, it's just the way in which consumers, you know, can find a way in which to continue driving, but lower payments. They didn't, they didn't invest in the payment product. Um, the payment product that we have, uh, what, what we call payment relief, um, is a little bit more ex- expensive, uh, to purchase. Um, and it's again, an optional purchase. Um, and you, you can buy a product that makes four month payments for you or six month payments or 12 month payments. Uh, they are, um, you know, they're, they're a little bit more costly on the front end. Uh, and those are always great things to have, but if you haven't, and you bought the basic vehicle return uh, product, uh, we have seen customers do that. Return now, a car and then repurchase it. This is something to either for buying and for leasing, or it's just yeah, for leasing? Yeah, fin- finance, finance, and lease. Finance and lease. And it goes for how long? Like uh, the, uh, We were talking we about... Have the, product, we have products that go right to 96, 96 yeah, months. Yeah, 96 months. I can't believe that. Yeah. So, so 96 months, the buyout is probably nothing. <laughs> Well, it, uh, you, you have to think that within 96 months, you buy a car today and 96 months later, we can't predict the future. Uh, yeah. We don't know what our health is going to be like, what our job status is going to be like. Uh, we don't know w- what the future holds. So it, it's basically covering people, protecting their savings, protecting their credit rating. We all know how important it is to protect our credit, um, you know, protecting cash flow for our yep. family. If yep. something goes off the rails... You've got a, you've got a you've a, you fall safe uh, on one of your you know your second biggest payment outside of your mortgage right it's yep. the biggest payment outside your mortgage so it just covers people from uh, a bump in the road and it's a it's simple and it covers people walk away all. insurance how do they get in touch with you what's the website walkaway.ca Walkaway.ca, great policy. Walkaway.ca. And it's cheap as hell. It's a great deal. Well, it's free. It's free for the first 12 months. Yeah. And then it's very, and all our prices are online. Um, you can see it all there and all the different versions. We cover all ages, uh, no pre existing health. And how many months again? Was it 96 months? Yeah. We cover anywhere from 12, uh, yeah, from well, all the way up to 96 months. Some of the Jay's pitches don't last that long. <laughs> 96 minutes. That's Anyways. a long time. <laughs> Actually, when you figure out how many times they're on the mound, maybe 96 minutes. Is <laughs> Vince, thanks a lot. We'll uh, check with you uh, down the road, hopefully. Yeah, and we're going to go to the phones so after this. Thanks. Thank thanks, you, Vince. Guys, I appreciate it. All right, coming up in the next half hour, we're going to have uh, more conversations, this time with uh, Darren Boston from Salem Tires, and we're going to start taking your calls. we got a couple more on the line right now holding for Jim with Lease Buzzers. So if you got a leasing question, give us a call. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to a lighthearted, serious show. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage. We want to thank uh, Vince Beretta from Walkaway Insurance for joining us. And once again, walkawayinsurance.ca. Find out more information. Steven is so good on air. I can't believe it. Yeah, as many years of doing, well, whatever it was. Thank you very much. Very much. Uh, we've got a caller on the phone, Dominic, who wants to buy a Tesla 3, which is the new model from Tesla, which is supposed to give you all the mileage but not the cost. Right, <laughs> all, all the range for okay. sure. Okay, so Dominic, your question was: Should you lease or buy this thing? Is that the right? Yes. Well, 
the, the short answer is, is it really just depends on how long you want to keep the vehicle. Well, I want to keep the vehicle as long as I can. Okay, so... Hopefully 10, 15 years. Okay, well... It'll last that long. Oh, it will. The battery, they say, will, will only last 10, but they, yeah. we're not sure about that. So the short and right answer for this is, but for sure, to buy the vehicle, arrange financing, uh, either on your own or see if, the, if Tesla has a, a relationship with a bank. Right. Le- leasing's only really good if you want to change vehicles. So in other words, if you wanted the, new, the Tesla 3 right, right. and you drive it for four years, you lease it for four years... Because in four years, probably there's going to be the Tesla 4 and which yep. could, or a new version or new body style of the Tesla 3 that you may like better. And that's right. why people lease today. So they, they love the new you know, BMW 3 Series. They drive it. They, they enjoy it for four years and then give it back because the new BMW 3 Series or the BMW 4 Series that comes out four years later has all kinds of new technology and they want that. Tesla will be much the same. Uh, but you, one thing you should know, like with the Nissan Leaf, the wholesale value is not very high for used cars in Nissan. It's new cars are buy they buy new cars, but they're not buying used battery powered cars because their market hasn't really developed yet, and people are worried about the battery life being it's a used car and you need a special uh, charger for the house. Well, they're not getting the subsidies at use. That's, and that's right. You're not getting the discount. That's the key. Right? So the value on on used battery-powered cars right now is not there. Although it is, Dave, it is for Tesla. It is for Tesla. Yeah, a, friend, a friend of mine works for Grand Touring. Yeah. and uh, David Janine's own place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they took in a, a Tesla on trade and he was telling me about it. And I said, well, how much did you get for that? It blew my mind. Now, this was, this was the S-Class, the yeah. S-Series. And, you know, very expensive car. It blew me away what the wholesale on that particular Interesting, car. So the right? Teslas are really holding. Well, there's an example. The Tesla came out with a 60D, right, a 60-watt yep. battery, whatever it's called. And yep. then they went to an 80, and then they have a 100, and then they went to a 100 ludicrous. Yep. So, I mean, they're in, within that model range, they're improving it all the time. Well, it's all about, it's all about range, too, though, Dave. I mean, the, yeah. the smaller motors... Um, you know, they don't, they don't get as much range. And well, that's the, what people want is range. So will the leasing companies accept that? Will they accept electric vehicles? Oh, yes. But the one thing that, that Tesla doesn't have yet is they don't have their own captive leasing company. Right. I believe in, in probably the next year or two, they're going to be either uh, aligning or partnering with financial groups like Toyota Financial, like Subaru does, Honda, BMW, so on and so forth. And they'll actually hold the paper for them. Fascinating. Okay. Okay, Okay. listen, we've got some more calls to to take throughout the hour, what's left of it. Um, And there's still a little bit of summer driving left, I hope, and then that word that starts with S is coming soon. September? So the <laughs> I couldn't see that one coming, whiz bang. But uh, there is some new technology growing now with uh, the tire industry. You're going to find out more with Darren Boston from Salem Tires. So stick around. This yeah. is Dave's Corner Garage. Right. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Back over to Dave Redinger. See, that was the pseudo Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's got hey, a rum and coke in him halfway down. What do you call uh, when they have a, a woman's having the baby for you? I forgot that. Um, it's called a good arrangement. That's no, no, what it is. No, no, yeah. Okay, I forgot about it. All right, Darren is on the phone. Darren Boston's with Salem Tires, which we have been in a relationship for years. Good tires. Got it on my Jeep. Got it on a couple of race cars. Darren, good morning. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Great. Darren, with all this technology that's going on, electric cars, uh, hybrid cars, do the tire manufacturers have a problem keeping up with that technology? 
Uh, no, they don't really have a uh, problem keeping up. Definitely not. Um, but there, there are definitely changes to, uh, to you know, the construction of the tire, et cetera, as far as uh, for electric cars, um, as one might uh, imagine. Uh, a few of the things are like range, uh, which translates into rolling resistance or yeah. vice versa. Um, actually, 30% of the energy used by an electric car is, uh, comes from the tire. So that's why uh, the Honda Insight, for instance, would have a different tire than a normal Honda? Yeah, definitely, because uh, obviously the, the goal is to reduce weight of the tire, because obviously the more weight you can reduce, the, the better the rolling resistance, et cetera, you're going to get longer battery life mm-hmm. um, or longer range, if you will. Um, some of the tires are even coming out with um, self-healing, so you don't have to actually carry a spare, which also saves weight. Um, so there, there's definitely differences between standard tires for a, you know, a combustion engine as compared to an electric or hybrid. Okay, audience here. Yes. <laughs> How are you? He was promoted today. Thank you so much for that warm welcome, Darren. Yeah, what do you want? Uh, self-healing. Yes. Explain. How does that work? Uh, well, there's like a, a special type of sealing compound in between uh, the butyl, which is the inside liner, and then the, the rest of the tire. So when a nail goes through and actually whatever goes in and punctures and comes out, um, up to a certain size, obviously, it's not like a, a two-by-four is going to be uh, self-healing if it goes through the sidewall, but um, it'll actually seal up the hole as whatever penetrated comes out. So we have like all-season tires, summer tires, winter tires, uh, all-weather tires, is this another brand that's going to come out, like another segment of the market, which will EV. be hybrid and, and electric? Yeah, EV tires. So electric vehicle tires is what they're going to be. Do you already carry them? Uh, we don't. Uh, we've got one that we're actually uh, in the process of manufacturing now. We're starting to, to do testing, et cetera. But uh, a few of the manufacturers have them out now. So they, they are available, obviously, because there are electric cars out there, such as yeah. you know Tesla and, and the Bolt. Or Bolt. So a Tesla would have different tires than an Audi? Typically, yeah. They they went to the major manufacturers. And, uh, you know, the, the big the big thing here, there's a few things. Like I said, uh, range, weight, um, obviously, uh, uh, you know, acoustics is a big part because electric cars don't create any noise for, okay, them, for yeah, the most part, yeah. right? So um, before you could, uh, you know, you didn't really hear the the road noise or the rubber hitting the asphalt because you had a combustion engine, you heard the exhaust, you heard the engine. Now that's a big concern. Obviously you want tires that are a lot more quiet. Now, before we let you go, we we have to tell the audience out there, not me. I'm not talking to myself. That just happens when I get home. Go ahead. (laughs) What is this, Dave? Is he okay? Okay. We're going to do a new contest with you guys at Salem Tires. Yes. Starting September, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. Middle September. We're going to give away a couple of tickets. For the Argos? No, four tickets. Oh, four, four tickets. tickets. Now, tell us where these tickets are, Mr. Bossens. Um, I've got them right in front of me right now. They're uh, field, so field side. Beautiful. One, two, three, and four. So that's the so, the 50-yard line. Those are the fancy ones. Right yeah. down, you see them on TV. Very nice. So yes. when, We're going to start that in the middle of September, so... Uh, Look for it at datescornergarage.com. And, and there's uh, more. And there's more, yeah, yes. Or that's our first prize. Our second prize is a set of tires for your light car or truck. Yes. So we have two prizes. First prize, second prize. So we're going to announce it next week. We'll get a website up page up on our site, which yep. is new, by the way. If you go to our website, it's brand new. And uh, there'll be a page there for you to enter. And then Darren will pick the winners, first and second. 
Fantastic. Yeah. All righty. Awesome. Looking forward to it. SalemTire.ca, am I correct? Correct. Four years, he's got it right, finally. I know. Hooray. It's amazing. <laughs> Give him a drink. Thanks, Darren. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too, gentlemen. Thanks. All right, listen, stick around. We're going to take some calls. Rick will be is on the line, patiently waiting. We'll get to him soon. And uh, some interesting stuff happening down in Oshawa next weekend with the AutoFest Nationals. You'll find out more yep. when we're back with Mike Wilson from Lant Insurance. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stick around. Some say Weston, some say Wilson. On my back, I want Wilson. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got some callers patiently waiting on the line. Yeah, poor guy. Aw. We're going to talk so- to Rick. Rick is from <laughs> Stouffville. Rick, good morning. How are you? Fine. Fine. How are you doing? Good. Apologize for keeping you. Oh, no problem. So, sixty. Oh, sorry, 83 Mustangs. So, that's well, a 5 liter? What, I, I talked to you earlier about importing this car up. Okay. It's a Zimmer. Oh, okay. All right. They got, they got a 302 Mustang motor in it. That's right. It looks like the old uh, Gatsby sort of... Uh, exactly. It, it, I'm enjoying it. It's a beautiful car, but I'm having trouble with the uh, carburetor. Using too much fuel you're riding. Yes. Now, it's a 302, and it's got a Holley four-barrel carb on it. Okay. So Is somebody's too modified much? it. Yeah, there's a lot of carburetor, yes. Yeah, I think it's too much because uh, it'll start up... I First of all, when I brought, uh, brought it in, uh, I, I drove it. It was idling way too high. I went to a couple of uh, car places that dealt with older cars, and uh, one guy said, "Oh, it." Uh, he he could he turned it down a bit, but he says, "Oh, you need a new carb." I went to a second guy. He says, "He he turned it down, and uh, he uh, and it's idling uh, low now. It's it's good, but it's still too heavy on." Okay, gas. here's what's going to happen. I'm going to I'm going to hang up on you. You're going to call me on our private number, the hotline. Uh-huh. Uh, after the show, and I'll spend a little bit of time on you and walk you through some of the things you should be doing. Well, well would right. you look at it, or is it here in Canada? Oh yeah. Oh I, yeah, sure. I'll arrange to get it into uh, to uh, Mark's shop. Sure. Okay. All yeah. right. Nine zero five five six seven. Hang on. Nine zero five five six seven. Fifty five hundred. Fifty five. Yeah, that's the hotline. Just call me here after the show, and I'll I'll talk to you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much, and thanks for hanging on. Okay, we're with Mike Wilson. Mike is with Lant Insurance. He's cruising in his, what is it, 78 Olds Convertible 442? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Just talk closer to the phone because we're having trouble hearing you. Oh, okay. There you go. Better? Perfect. Yep. There you go. So um, we'll be, you're going to be next week over at AutoFest Nationals, which is the um, the big car show in Oshawa down by the lake. It is a beautiful location with a ton of cars. You can't complain with AutoFest. Now, this comes on the heels of um, uh, Woodward Cruise, which is this weekend up in Detroit, where they drive That's from right. Detroit, 7th Avenue, or 7th Line, I think it is, right into uh, Pontiac. Massive show. Obviously, we get a lot of Ontario guys going to that as well. So yeah. it's, it's a great event. If you haven't been, you've got to go. How strong is the classic car market? Oh, you know what? It's it's great like we're seeing a big shift in uh kind of demographics right now you're seeing the younger guys kind of get into it like when i say younger we're talking 30 40 year you know old guys getting into the hobby but it's i think it's just as strong now as it ever has been you see a younger people buying what uh, pre-70s cars yeah 70s 80s uh a little bit of the late late 60s as well yeah definitely you know the muscle the muscle cars right well you know i i heard that this 
under seventies and older were were the limit for people doing work on their own cars because of all the yeah. plastics and all the the computerization. They sort of hindered uh, people restoring plastic cars. You know what? Well, we have a question on the phone. We have Keith from Goodwood. Keith, good morning. Good morning, uh, Dave. Good. Go ahead. Ask your question because you got the expert on the phone. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got a '93 uh, uh, Olds uh, Sierra. Uh, okay. Is that considered that? That's into the classic car, right? Is it considered yeah, classic? Definitely, definitely the uh, the age wise fits. Um, really, it comes down to the usage of the of uh, the vehicle. How are you using it? Uh, well, actually, it it was. Uh, it was my mother's car, and she drove it. Right. She used it in Stouffville to go to the hairdresser and Giant Tiger, and that's sure. she had it forever. And it's it's just it's mint, eh? Yeah, perfect low mile car. Well, it's 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 got seventy six thousand kilometers. That's pretty good for the age. Yeah, you know and, they're saying uh, it's been oiled all the time. Uh, body's in great shape, and uh, uh, like I. I Went into Williamson's and they says, "Well, we we can get parts, but there's a fellow in like probably Finland Falls that deals in all that, eh?" So there's a sure. big market for original unmolested vehicles. Okay, yeah, it yes. definitely. It, it's a four definitely. door. I guess two door would have been better, but uh, it's the yeah, little no, old lady you know, from Goodwood. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're using it as sort of a hobby use kind of pleasure use vehicle, definitely it is something we can fit on the program for sure. Right, so the the reality is that he brought up a good point that that classic cars, which are original, unmolested, have more value than somebody's idea of what a car should look like. Exactly. Well, as soon as you start doing something with a car, right, it's it's to your to your specs, the way you wanted it. Where you know, if it, if it is the bone stock original, you know, factory car, it appeals so much more people, right? So, right, and and the it, fact that his was a Ford, or does that create a, a problem in value? Well, you typically the two doors, coupes, uh, um, things like that, they they command a stronger dollar than a four door car. But you are seeing a lot more four doors and even wagons come into play nowadays. Like I'm seeing a lot of those at the events. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Land Insurance, you guys actually cover these cars as far as uh, usage is concerned, and the premiums are almost zero. <laughs> They're really reasonable, that's for sure few hundred for an average policy, you know, agreed value coverage. So if, if we're insuring a vehicle at an appraised value um, or, or just a fair market value, if they send us some photos at, say, 20000 that's what we're insuring the car for. So, Mikey, for next for next weekend with the AutoFest, what are the hours down in Oshawa for the show? Actually, yeah, the, uh, the AutoFest, typically the gates open uh, around 8. 39 o'clock for uh, for spectators, and it'll run right till about 2, uh, two o'clock. They start the awards at 3. Um, massive, massive awards. Like they're giving away tires, tool uh, boxes. I think there's an engine in the car giveaway. So. And if wow. people want to find out more about uh, the ins and outs of insuring yeah. classic cars, how do they get, how do they get information from you guys? Definitely. Give our office a call. We're always happy to talk to talk to people about their vehicle or simply go online. You can get a quick quote in about five seconds and you can actually apply right online. www.lantinsurance.com Cool. Thank you. I love it. Okay, good stuff. Actually, maybe we'll go out there. I'll send, Steve's going to go out there and... Oh, and, and, <laughs> I wasn't. Let me look at my calendar. I'll clear it for you. <laughs> right. Let's see. Uh, Italy and... Uh, yeah, I can make it time for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we, we can squeeze it in. Thanks so much, Mike. Enjoy Thank your you, 442. Mike. Hey, appreciate it, guys.
And nice it's slantinsurance.com. And they have actually a site there which tells you every auto show, every That's auto great. event on their calendar. I want his 442. So if now. you click on that, you can find out what's going on in the province. Okay. More questions and more answers with uh, Dave and Jim Matthews from Lee Specials right after we continue with this. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stick around. Welcome back to the final segment of Dave's Corner Garage. We still have time to take some more calls, so give us a call. David, camera three, all yours. Already, um, we you were talking. You know there was a camera, did you? <laughs> Several. We are on camera. If you go am740.ca or yeah. Zuma Radio, you can see us live. Breathe in. Already, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, Volkswagen. There is a. Th- we were talking about this a few weeks ago, where people were buying used Volkswagens from unsuspecting diesel owners. And then selling them to Volkswagen for enormous profits. Well, they tried to do that. Yeah. And, and what happens is Volkswagen, especially in Canada, they have a, a website dedicated to that. And you have to send them all kinds of information regarding the car, the length of ownership, the original bill of sale, so on and so forth. So the, the, the actual, I guess, penalty or the fees that they're going to pay uh, to return the vehicle back, it's only eligible to the current buyer that had the vehicle at the time. So if you bought one today, you're not going to get no. the coverage. So you, but, you have, but if you owned that Volkswagen during the time when doing the recalls, boom, you were in. Oh, yeah, you will qualify. Like Lease Busters actually own one in our lease club fleet. And I went through the, the process with it. And it was, it was a little bit tedious, but it made sense. I went through it. And it was probably one of the smoother vehicle return transactions I've ever seen. And they were very generous. I think so, yes. Yeah. I think so. So the other thing we were talking about during the break was that the manufacturers actually control the marketplace. And we were talking about millennials coming into the, the market and if they're buying or leasing a car. And you're saying it's all has to do with the manufacturer. Exactly. Like the manufacturer c- can control the amount of, of leasing, financing, not really catch purchasing, but... And, and how they do it is they control the interest rates mm-hmm. and they control the residuals, the buyback at the end, because those are the two major components aside from term and the price of the vehicle that control the price of the lease, the payment of the lease. So if the manufacturer wants to have, let's say, 50% leasing, they will by incentivizing leasing. Back in 2006, 2007, and in 2008 before the economy, the world economy exploded, Leasing on new vehicles in Canada exceeded 50%. Wow. It was actually 51 or 52%, but they got buried when the financial crisis hit. Right, and the car values dropped. And exactly. So, so the residuals were, were you know, five, ten, sometimes $15,000 too high. And I remember when they, they – some of them have, like, their own walkaway insurance. Well, they call it gap insurance. <laughs> yeah, but, they but, have it. Yeah, but, right. but that only protected the, the owner of the vehicle. It didn't protect yeah. the, the – the, uh, the leasing company, although some leasing companies still have some type of insurance that will cover them for their residuals, but they'll only cover us up to, let's say, three, $4,000. Is the automotive business healthy? Is it like... Uh, vibrant as yeah. heck. As vibrant as heck. As heck. Every year we sell a million and a half cars in Canada. And it's going yeah, to be bigger. Now, certain components like four-door mid-size sedans like yeah. the uh, Toyota Camry and Honda Accord and Chevrolet Malibu Ford Fusion, those cars are not growing. In fact, they're declining in sales. Yeah. But the small to mid-size SUV, SUV and crossovers are growing. Pickups, well, you saw what I picked, pulled yeah. in today. Pickups are huge. Bigger SUVs are huge. 
fuel, uh, and now we'll see, you know, with the $14,000 of, uh, of Ontario money in, in electric vehicles, we'll see a lot more of those. Like right now, go to, go to a Chevrolet dealership and, and ask for a Bolt. They'll just say, get in line. Yes, got they don't have any, and yet there's a, a glut of them south of the border. They're discounting them south because of the there's there's fourteen thousand reasons why there's none here. <laughs> exactly right. right. That's the government's. Uh, How much is NAFTA affecting that though? I don't think it does because the cars flip no? back and forth when they're being constructed. Yeah, and, and it's a government subsidy. It's yeah. it's it's like a it's a tax relief. Fourteen thousand dollars. Fourteen thousand dollars on electric vehicles. So a Ford Focus today, a Ford Focus electric is thirty five thousand dollars sticker. Right. Minus fourteen thousand dollars. That's right. twenty one thousand dollars. Minus whatever incentive they have. And plus, and there's not a whole lot, but still, for twenty grand, you're getting a, a Ford brand Focus, new car. and they're a great. EV, right for twenty grand, and the Bolt, which has a, almost a three hundred fifty th- mile range, yeah, three hundred fifty kilometer range. range now, yeah. the, now the Bolt, that's forty eight. Like a loaded Bolt is yes. is forty eight thousand. A regular one is forty two. But you minus fourteen, so you're in high twenties. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. Which is cheap. You can't even get a smart car for that. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's, it's absolutely amazing. This and plus, business. the Ontario government is subsidizing the electrical harnesses that you set up in your in your garage for faster charges and so forth. So, you know, Kathleen Wynne did mention back about a year and a half ago that she's really motivated to to see more electric vehicles on the road. The Liberal government of Ontario is doing their part. Manufacturers can't catch up. Not Fascinating. Yet. So it's a brand new market. Yeah. So we get, we're seeing a change here. Like the blacksmiths and the horses. I mean, we're actually seeing a change. We're walking away from gasoline into something new. Almost, almost. And it's it's kind of exciting because these cars are a fun car to drive. I love it. And they don't make any noise. It's and- amazing. When I test drove the, the Tesla a while ago, you're sitting in it, a great acceleration. Okay. I, had to give, I had to give it back to the dealership. I didn't buy one. No way. But well, they're, all, they're all torque. They're it's all just amazing. It's like, it's like yeah. being in a really high-end streetcar. I or, mean, really high-end. Or golf cart. Yeah, just like that. And I don't have to shank a club at all. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jim, name uh, how do we get to you in touch with your company? All you have to do is just go to leasebusters.com and yeah. uh, the site will do the rest for you. It's a great site. There's all kinds of stuff you can shop and do all kinds of good stuff. Thank you for joining us. want to thank Vince Beretta. want to thank Darren Bossens for him and uh, Mike Wilson. Very good. From Lant Insurance. Next weekend in studio, we're going to have Darren Bossenson from Salem Tires. We won't talk about linseed oil, but the contest coming up with the Argos, winter tire giveaway, and then some. So go to our website and you'll see more about that. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.